On this episode of Athletic Training Chat, we have a very interesting study spotlight almost. Uh, This is a conversation with Courtney Fernandez, who had just finished up at the University of Toledo and was working with her master's group on this, and the project is nicknamed Project Chaos, which I thought was intriguing in and of itself, and so... Uh, we touch base on what this is, what it means, what impact it could have, and where it could lead in the future for looking at bridging some of the gap between rehab in a clinical you know, setting in a rehab facility um, or athletic training room and then working on that transition back to athletic activity and just how that works and how this could potentially bring some insight into that. As always, we are powered by Mueller Sports Medicine. Please continue to check them out for any sports medicine needs. They're always coming out with new stuff. If you were at NATA, they released a bunch of new items. uh, Well worth checking out. Also, um, as you're listening to this episode, um, if you are listening through the podcast form shortly after the intro music here coming up, we have two videos that show exactly what this project was and how... It is run, uh, which we tried our best to do to describe, but if you're having a hard time fully picturing what's going on, uh, if you go to YouTube and get to about a minute 45, minute 50, and you'll be able to see those videos to have a better visual of what's actually happening as we go through and have this discussion on what Project Chaos is and its application. Without further ado, please enjoy the episode. This episode of Athletic Training Chat, we are on with Courtney Fernandez, who I've had the pleasure of knowing for quite a while, as she was a former student at UWL uh, when I was there. Uh, did we work together? Might have worked together twice. I or was it just the one I season. Once during football, and I was okay. only football for a couple, like maybe six, eight weeks. It was pretty short, honestly. Unfortunate. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, we got to know each other there. Uh, Courtney was very involved in a lot of things, always had great ideas, um, and has just finished her master's degree uh, from the University of Toledo, uh, and now is moving on, as we were just talking off air, to uh, athletic training residency at Boston University, and we were having all kinds of conversations from that and expect a follow-up episode here in the future. But today we are talking about um, her master's research that she was a part of. And what really caught me on this was the name of it was Project Chaos. And anything like that just sounds interesting. Uh, it has nothing to do with this conversation, but it really reminds me of Project Mayhem from the Fight Club. It just kind of sounds like it's around that like same yeah. thing. 
but um like i said nothing to do with that but uh we had courtney on to just kind of talk about it because it is really interesting stuff it is at least for my non-super researchy brain um very detailed and intricate uh just going through the materials that she sent me and trying for me to make some understanding of it so i'm really excited to hear more about it and how it applies um to athletic training so before we get into what project chaos is i just wanted to turn it over to courtney to fill in anything else that she'd like to about where she's at what she's doing and we'll go from there um yeah i think you kind of hit most of it um i don't really have a whole lot to add in terms of like um like uh like the past i guess um i think um uh uh, 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 moving to, uh, Boston is kind of just what I want, um, next and just that like next, uh, uh, level will be, um, uh, really, uh, good. Um, in terms of the, uh, research, um, I didn't really have any past experience, um, undergrad. We had a few like research papers and things like that, um, but no like lab type um, work. So I think um, coming in when we were um, uh, uh, told about our uh, uh, thesis, I was kind of like, okay, this is gonna be like, just like, what am I like, just like, what am I doing? Um, so the first few months were probably like pretty rough and, um, I think I got on this project with my uh, research team, maybe like the end of September, early October of my first year. And it was kind of just um, um, a mess at, at, uh, at first, um, just with how uh, this, uh, 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 project is just, it's so, uh, uh, it's, it's, a uh, 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 novel and we were just kind of like running with it. So, um, yeah, I think I did not expect to like the research, um, uh, uh, part of things as much as I did. Um, for a while there, I, um, uh, uh, thought about my PhD, um, but those thoughts have since, since passed. So they may come back and get you. I know how that goes. I started yeah. mine late, so never say never. Yeah. Um, so I think I just hope that I can keep my, like, I can keep up with the research. Um, and I think it's, um, a part of, um, the uh uh field that we need to do more of i agree with you there yeah I, going back i really wish i would have paid more attention or tried to get involved to at least have some baseline understanding of it because now i i pretend <laughs> to be a part of it now but i just i fully am aware that i'm better on the logistical side than i am on the actual like writing and or trying to do any stats interpretation so um, learning as i go so understand that completely yeah if you could try and give kind of the overview 
of what Project Chaos is, subtitled, if I get this right, Interpersonal Collision Avoidance Task, a Dynamic Measurement of Sport. What does that mean in terms of what you guys look because this was a big group, I think what there had to be like six, eight names on the on the pro on the yeah, PowerPoint when, that you sent. So, yeah, um, so um, yeah, large undertaking. Yes, um, I guess to try and like um, basically explain it, um, we were hoping to like um, so when we think about return to sport protocols. Um, most of them are linear. They're um, and they're they're not what sports are like. Um, so like like uh, uh, like the um, uh, uh, things like the uh, uh, pop tests and uh, 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 things like that are not what sport is like. Um, so we tried to uh, uh, develop a task that would kind of be more like sport to kind of help um, with these uh, protocols because our uh, return to sport rates like post uh, injury um, aren't like where they need to be. So if I'm understanding correctly, you know, we go and we do, you know, the progression back and we do some sports specific stuff, you know, probably some cutting and some different things, you know, very controlled environment. Yes. And then really there is kind of a gap between that controlled environment to then starting to put them back into the small, you know, the small sided games or you exactly. know, group drills or some of that. So Project Chaos is trying to figure it out how to put an uncontrolled scenario into a semi-controlled environment to help exactly bridge yeah. that gap if you will yeah yeah okay exactly just to kind of help with how to like how do they move from the uh uh uh, uh clinic based rehab to what's on the field so you can kind of two questions and you can pick whichever one makes sense to go first. Okay. Um, we talked a little bit off air about this Newell's model of constraints and how that applies to the study slash what was the development of the task or how you guys started measuring it, you know, like how you came up with what that bridge is. So if one makes more sense before the other, um, I, I'll yeah. leave that up to you since you. Um, let's start with the, um, Newell's model of constraints, I think Perfect. that might just kind of make a little bit more sense, at least in my head it does. Um, so basically with that, you have a, 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 a three factors that all uh, go into a movement. So the task, uh, uh, where they are, um, and then the uh, 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 person themselves um, and uh, that can all be um, influenced by their uh, per their perception and then their uh, 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 movement. And if uh, one of those three uh, factors uh, 
uh, uh, uh, changes, then their um, uh, uh, movement will then change as well. So in sport, there's um, um, all uh, three of those uh, uh, factors uh, working um, um, all the time. So they have to navigate those all those all changing um, at once and in rehab, we don't really uh, 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 do that. Um, yeah. So then what kind of tasks did you guys design and this may go into um, a little bit more of the description of the leader follower? Yeah. Um, so what was that next step then? Um, I don't entirely remember how we came to this task specifically. Um, there had been some other um, research article in some human movement um, journal where they had two people with lasers. Um, so not like sport light, um, but they had two people with lasers um, back to back. And then the uh, uh, lasers were on the screens of both uh, people. So, um, and then they had to like run this uh, task where like they had, would kind of go in uh, circles. Um, so we kind of um, used that. So um, basically where they're both uh, running the same task um, with the same goal. Um, so in our, um, in uh, our uh, 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 project, it was one would run north, south, and then one would go east, west. Um, and then they would hear a, a whistle and then uh, uh, pivot and then, uh, then keep uh, going. Um, so they would uh, turn either right or left, um, which we would uh, tell them um, before, um, and then keep uh, uh, running the task. Um, what I've, I don't even know what the question was at this point. Um, uh, just talking about then what the leader follower status was in it. Okay. Yeah. So without trying to get too down and like all the stats and stuff, um, basically we looked at uh, who was leading and who was uh, following. So in most of the trials, we could like visually um, tell um, who was uh uh, who was, a uh, crossing the middle, um, first, um, okay. and who was, um, uh, not, um, I can actually send you a video of one of the, uh, one of the trials where it's like one, um, of them would like bolt and then the other would kind of like take a, like, a wider path. Okay. Um, um, in terms of the stats, um, <laughs> we uh, used one of the uh, variables um, of uh, the uh, 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 cross current um, um, to kind of look at that in with a, a, a number uh, value, um, and that just was like I guess 
um, more of like the timing of like uh, uh, when they got there. Um, so we kind of expected that um, the players with the uh, uh, history of uh, injury would uh, be the uh, uh, follower for most of the task, um, and they uh, were. Um, but that did uh, seem to uh, change with the uh, 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 perturbation or the, uh, uh, the, uh, 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 whistle. So just to summarize to make sure that I'm following here. So basically you have people running crisscrossing kind of like in a, just like a T pattern, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, like you said, you know, if somebody's running up and down versus side to side. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the video, um, when you send that to me, just sure. If you're listening to this thus far, which I'll put in the preference, we'll start this with the video so people can kind of see it. So as we're having this conversation, they can have that mental image of it, uh, which I think will be really good. But really what you're looking at is did the injured person like they're obviously trying to avoid each other and figure out yeah. how to crisscross with each other. And then really the whoever is the leader could come down to personality. You know, obviously that comes into it. But then you guys are seeing injury risk or a previous history of injury being you know, a factor that they would maybe not be as aggressive trying to go through and yeah. count on the other person. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me just pull something up. Um, so in most, so we had nine groups um, and most of, I think all the two groups, the person with the history of injury was the follower. Like okay. most of the time. So there was a few cases where um, they weren't. Um, sure. And I think there's um, lots of uh, reasons like why um, that might be. Um, some we, um, or that's just the way that works. Like we right. can't know, but um, I think that has, um, that's like, um, uh, 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 something that we should keep, uh, looking at because like why like why are they following why aren't they leading so what do you see as the direct like impact to then trying to you know help with return to play and i know we'll talk about you know future research and things like that you know as i'm sitting here listening to you trying to figure out in my head like okay how do i take what you're saying and use it as rehab do we basically just run a similar similar thing you know what is that telling us how do we go and get that person with that history of injury to be more confident so is that something you guys kind of i mean again i know you said small sample size and there's some things and whatnot uh but the ideas have been flowing i'm sure yeah i think it's hard because this like um um uh, hasn't been done before. So we're all just kind of like, okay, so what does this mean? And like, mm -hmm. go from here. Um, I think in terms of how we like, um, um, uh, uh, use this clinically, um, I think, um, we could run a 
podcast like we did. Um, obviously, I don't think it would need to be um, in the uh, uh, lab and with uh, uh, motion uh, uh, capture like that is all like good to have, but you didn't need that. Um, so um, things like that and like um, um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, putting in those um, uh, uh, unpredictable um, parts of sport um, into uh, rehab um, would all help as well. How do you see this comparing to, you know, again, talking about my like own rehab history and things like that, you know, you try and throw some uncertainty into things in the, like the AT center, you know, we're going to do it on a unstable surface on a balance pad, or we got to rebound off a BOSU ball, you know, all not truly unpredictable because people aren't having to react like this versus doing some reaction things, you know, if they're running towards you and you're pointing a direction, they don't know which direction that they're going, you know, where do you see the utility of something like this fitting into that? And then I guess if there's any kind of criteria to then that, and that might be further research, I understand. Um, so when they, you might feel comfortable sending them back to, you know, small sided games or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I guess off the top of my head, I don't have like anything in terms of like criteria that like we like that. Um, I think there's lots of uh, parts of it that we can uh, look at, whether that's like mental, um, mm -hmm. because like I feel like that's a big. Uh, part of it, like we don't really challenge them in the way that we do, um, or in the uh, way that sports um, do. Um, so um, things like that, um, and just those uh, perturbations. So I'm just like in, in terms of uh, uh, soccer, um, just like this start stop um, uh, reacting to, uh, uh, different people um, in terms of how we do that like clinically that's kind of where I'm struggling to like just like sure no and it ideas right off the top of my head um, I think it's hard because we're we've uh, 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 gotten so like uh, 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 used to our uh, 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 protocols that are like here's steps one two three four five yep. you, like I think it's hard to kind of like think outside the box um, and I hope that we can kind of keep doing that because yeah, really you know just kind of reading back through some of our stuff we sent back and forth is I feel like this is something we all kind of knew you know, that like yeah. there had to be, you know, that they weren't necessarily ready. You guys have now just been able to start the process of actually demonstrating that and confirming. And then maybe even seeing, like, as you mentioned, you know, I think you said of the nine groups, you know, two injury history people were the 
leaders, but the other seven yeah. were definitely the followers. And so there will be those ones, which as there is with everything, you know, that people don't follow the general guide of just what you think, but you guys are just showing scientifically that that really is a constraint that we need to continue to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, another big uh, part of it is uh, psychological factors. So we looked at uh, measures of confidence, fear, um, readiness, risk-taking propensity. Um, I think those are the big ones. Um, sure. So like, looking at those in terms of how they like how they might uh, uh, feel about returning, um, I think is what we all talk about, but I don't think a lot of people actually do um, take those uh, measurements and like help um, uh, 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 get them to where they uh, 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 need to be. Uh, just on those, and if you don't have the names of them off the top of your head, you can always send them to me so I can put a link to them. You know, are those from what you guys did in the research side? Because um, again, you know, something we probably should take into consideration, but amongst all the other things, it's hard to. But um, specific, hang on, tests, quizzes, surveys yeah. um, that you guys utilize, you know, that might be quick and efficient. Um, I will plead. And, my naivete on this, but just recently read about the ACL um, RSI um, one that I'd been doing this for 10, 12 years, had just never come across it, finally heard about it. And I was like, well, this would have been kind of helpful, yeah. you know, to just simply hand someone a one page thing, easy to grade, you know, easy to get a general sense mm -hmm. of where they are feeling mentally about their ACL return. Um, versus just having conversation with them, which isn't necessarily bad, but sometimes if you can have something that's objective, yeah. that can be exactly. useful to not only you, but also to the athlete and say, hey, look, like, according to your own answers, you're, you're feeling better about this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, any ones that, that you would recommend, you know, that out of this, I think th th those topics, uh, those main headers you talked about were our key. Yeah, so we used... Um, um, RSI, um, TSK 11, um, grips is a, is the, uh, 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 risk, um, one. And then IKDC is just a, uh, measure of regional knee function. Like, um, how you, uh, feel about, um, your knee health. And then we also used a state trait, um, uh, 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 and, 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 anxiety um, uh, measure, which um, I think was something that we thought was really uh, uh, beneficial. So I can um, send you those as well. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, and we can have those linked if anybody wants to find yeah. those and be able to utilize them on the regular. Yeah, for sure. Where do you see future research with this going? I know that might not necessarily be with you, you know, moving on to a, a new position, but um, is that something that they're going to continue at Toledo or that maybe you're just going to stay involved with? Um, I'm not certain if they're going to continue the project. I hope they do. Um, I know they don't have a whole lot of students coming in, so that might be a little bit difficult. But Gotcha. Um, 
I do think they have hopes to try. Um, in terms of like down the line, um, I mean, we hope to publish here in the next month or two. Um, so hopefully that can kind of get the ball uh, rolling. Um, but yeah, I think we just need to keep looking at how we can um, uh, change our uh, late stage uh, rehab to kind of like bridge that gap of um, um, uh, 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 getting them uh, ready for sport. Awesome. Anything about Project Chaos that we didn't cover that you think would be useful? Um, not really off the top of my head. I think just like thinking about who they are like as a uh, like whole and not just um, like on the field is a big, a big uh, part of it as well. And how like things that might not be like on the field or like um, that they might not experience um, in the clinic will like translate and then uh, um, uh, um, uh, 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 to the field. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense you now with personality type and yeah. all the different things that can play a role into how confident they're feeling and returning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, with that, um, ready for the AT chat questions? Yeah. So first one, uh, where do you see athletic training going in the next five to 10 years? This is a hard one. <laughs> I feel like I haven't really been um, like in it for that, uh, that long yet. I've just been uh, a student for the last five to six years. Um, I mean, I did uh, 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 work for the last uh, two, but um, I don't know. I think we're kind of like, um, um, uh, uh, on the right path in terms of like branching out to like uh, uh, different uh, professions and uh, 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 settings. Um, but I think the one thing that I hope to uh, like uh, 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 is that um, that like most people will like 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 know. Uh, 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 who we are and what we do, and that we're not just a uh, uh, water boys. Um, I think that's the one thing that I'm like, okay, it's been like how long now, and we we just keep having to like tell um, uh, uh, people what we do, and yeah, yeah, more than just taping ankles and filling coolers, huh? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a good marketing rebranding might do us some good not losing sight of those things but highlighting some of those other more advanced we'll say things it's not just all about the tape and the water right yeah yeah 
you referenced, you're a young athletic trainer. That's totally fine. If you could go back and give yourself some advice, whether, and you can, that could be your undergrad, it could be the start of your graduate school, um, whatever it may be, what would that advice be? Um, I think the one thing that I, I wouldn't say like regret, but like, I like think back on and I wish I would have, uh, uh, asked, uh, questions. Um, I think in undergrad, I know there were times where I'm like, I didn't, I, I didn't like want to, because I was like, okay, I don't want to look dumb or like, maybe that's just a dumb like thing to ask. Um, so I guess I wish that I, uh, uh, uh didn't, um, have that, uh, uh, mindset. Um, and I think just, uh, like thinking about, uh, uh, being a, uh, uh, lifelong learner. Um, so to just to keep, um, uh, 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 pushing for more and, uh, wanting to know, uh, more is kind of what, um, what I would, uh, uh, tell myself. Awesome. All very good pieces of advice that I would echo to myself uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, what has been the most influential resource you have found thus far in your career? People. People. Um, so whether that's on like, like Twitter. So like we, uh, we were, we, uh, uh, you, uh, uh, I don't know if I messaged you or what, but we like uh, uh, um, got back to that. Um, um, uh, 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 talking with your uh, uh, coworkers and doctors and um, uh, things like that will all kind of help you kind of like uh, uh, build your network. Um, and I think that all just helps with um with so much and will uh uh uh, uh will uh take you far agreed with that that's a fairly common answer you did a nice job blending the people and the social media uh together which has <laughs> come across multiple times as well as an at in your role how do you take care of yourself? I know you're in the middle of transitioning uh, to a different role, but what are some of the things you do? Yeah, um, I think it was hard. My first year was in uh, COVID. And honestly, there were a couple of months where I was like, you know, this is not what I want to do. So I think it was hard. Um, but after um, a while, I uh, realized that I just uh, 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 needed to take take a time for me um I think my first year I didn't really do that and I just like felt like I just um uh uh uh, uh had to uh live and breathe work um and then I felt uh burnt out um and it wasn't probably until like December that I was like this sucks this is not um uh uh how I want to feel so um at that point I would take like come like whole uh, 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 whole, uh, uh, 
days and just not do any work. Um, so I think um, uh, um, uh, those uh, 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 boundaries is uh, probably the most uh, uh, beneficial thing that I've done. Absolutely. If you could change or eliminate one thing, could be a modality, a common practice, a mindset, or whatever you choose uh, in the field of athletic training, what would it be? Um, I think what first comes to mind is uh, uh, writing uh, notes. I, I hate I hate writing notes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I know that's not even like we we can't do that. <laughs> um, um, so I guess um, what I would say is that um, the uh, mindset that you uh, need to be uh, 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 like hurt to uh, uh, come and uh, uh, work with us. I think at the high school level, that is hard to kind of um, do that just because I am just one person and I can't help all um, each uh, kid. Um, so I think, um, I guess at the college level, which I will soon uh, be back at, um, just that like there are things that can be done to kind of help um, um, uh, 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 before um, uh, 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 um, uh, 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 yeah. Understand. Yeah. It's such a hard thing. You know, that secondary school setting, I've never worked in it. I respect the hell out of everybody that does, you know, at times it can almost feel like triage medicine because there's so many and there's just one of you and the hours are condensed. You know, it's not like you can be there all day and have a steady trickle in you know as it can work sometimes in the collegiate setting where classes may be a little more spread out or what yeah so yeah i think that's it's so situational to be yeah mm-hmm. able to do that but if you can get things implemented on a large scale how impactful it can be yeah definitely most definitely last question what does being an athletic trainer mean to you um, so I think, um, I'm still like, uh, uh, learning, um, what that means for me. Um, but I think, um, the, uh, person first, um, uh, 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 uh health care. So, um, like more than, uh, who they are, um, in sport is a big, uh, part of it for me. Um, and I think we all kind of need to think about that. I think sometimes we get all like bogged, bogged down in, um, them, um, um, uh, uh, in their sport. Um, but then, uh, uh, solving the puzzle, um, and just, uh, being there for them for what they need, whether that's, uh, 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 uh mentally, physically, um, all the uh, things like that. And then uh, 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 being a 
lifelong learner to kind of to to keep uh, 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 learning and growing with our uh, 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 patients. I like. I really like the puzzle analogy. That's a, I had heard that um, as much as I think it makes a lot of sense. So mm -hmm. I appreciate that one. Well, kind of in closing, if people wanted to get in touch with you or connect with you, what would be the best way for them to do that? Uh, they can find me on Twitter, um, uh, ATC um, underscore Court Fern. Um, Instagram, I'm not really super active. Um, and then email would probably be the best. Um, and I think you have that. Courtney.a.fernandez at gmail. Okay, perfect. We'll link that up. So um, if people want to get in touch with you about anything or hear more about Project Chaos or anything, they can definitely do that. So let me know. I, I really appreciate you taking the time um, and talking about this project. It's, I, I do, I hope they continue as well. I'd be very curious how, what more could come out of this and if it can provide some more like practical implementation things would be really, yeah. really cool. So that we're missing is like the whole like okay so what does this mean what do we do and i hope that in the and next that is research future, right we can get there yeah, yeah absolutely well thank you again and we look forward to talking to you in the future yeah thank you so much appreciate it <laughs>